Previously on Ghost. Excuse me. Sorry. Harper? Rashad? Have we uh, moved forward on Rollins? Not yet. So, get on it. Who is this bitch? All I got is a name, Noma. From now on, I'm going to be working for her. Me, Kane, and Braden. Or else she's going to kill all three of us. He's in every picture outside the penthouse. You guys are you're focused on the St. Patrick kid? He is not the kingpin. The fact that Tariq, Effie, Braden, the Tejadas all believe that their attempts succeeded is the only thing keeping you and your family alive right now. There are only two people on this planet who really know what we did, and we're taking that to the motherfucking grave. Uh, our family's being targeted for killing the Guaps. I bet you, whoever did that shit to Drew... Got Zeke too. Zeke's championship. Uh, yeah, he must have pulled that shit off of Zeke when he fucking killed him. Zeke never wore that ring. You stole Zeke's ring. You set up this nigga to jump my brother. Then you planted that shit when you paid him off. Zeke was in Mecca's car, getting into Mecca's jet, so I thought he was Mecca. This is not a good time, Davis. We want to move Noma's product. That's exactly how we do it. Fucking Wall Street. Well, you know, Nick's not just going to hand it over. That wasn't my dad. That, that wasn't that wasn't my dad. White auntie? Jesus Christ, Zeke, what the fuck? That ain't your fucking auntie. That's your mother. Mo, what the fuck is she talking about? Now's not the time to act like you know what the fuck you're doing, right? Because I know you don't. Listen now. I killed my dad to save my family, all right? Drew, Monet, Diana, Mecca will go after all of them if you don't kill Lorenzo. And he'll make sure you're the last one alive so you can see all of them die right in front of your face. You know what type of nigga he is. You don't have a choice, just like I ain't have a choice. So just get ready, man, because after this shit, you ain't never going to be the same game. You really think you could do this shit without me? After this shit going on, none of your nose you don't even see. Kane, he replaced Rico's work with Sugar just to get you to take him back. Drew, he's still fucking that nigga that dropped him and Zeke's name to the school about that dead body. And, and Diana, Diana stole that money out your bar. You need me, and I need my sister, so what are we doing? You about to go to war or some shit? You gotta stop and prepare for war when it starts. You're already lost. Welcome back to EGI Presents Power Book 2 Ghost Season 3 Recap. Brought to you by Crux Media Group. From starting your podcast, editing, production, and even audiobook recordings, they got you. Contact them, 803-407-1673, or visit the website, cruxmediagroupllc.com. Crux Media, where they create, inspire, and promote all media. If you want to join the conversation, email us at eggsgridsignorance at gmail.com. I am your host, the Ninth Wonder, and I'm here uh, by myself tonight until the rest of the crew gets in. So until then, it's just me and y'all, the people uh, getting on in. And you know what we're here uh, to do? We're here to recap episode three. It is entitled Human Capital. So first off, just letting you know, letting y'all know my week's been going extremely well. Um, it is Tuesday uh, evening, and it's looking like this is going to be a short show. <laughs> we were supposed to be on yesterday, but due to some technical difficulties and some scheduling conflicts, we weren't able to do that. But as always, you know, rain, sleet, snow, or hail, we're going to bring you uh, this recap. Um, and this is probably has been i would say this is probably uh the episode that had the most moving parts i at times do criticize the show 
for doing a little bit much and and um being a tad bit fantastical um and what i mean by that is um things that you know kind of sort of are not realistic in the real world only in the power universe um but it is a very entertaining show and we're gonna go ahead and get a deep dive in there and i i, I believe one of my partners has just hit the airwaves um i believe so we, we're about to i can see her in the green room um I think she's there. So let's go ahead and bring in uh, Vonchella, Vonchella, aka Dollar. What, what's happening there, Vonchella? Yo. We got to get her off of that. No, we'll come back to Von. Um, Von apparently is still on a phone call, uh, and we are live. Uh, as you can see, sometimes you can't make this shit up. All right, so let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, we're going to start off uh, with the Bet You Didn't Know segment brought to you by Unfiltered. Ladies, looking for some leggings that express who you are? Well, check out the all-new Talk Your Shit leggings. These comfortable nylon spandex blend help you help you speak what's on your mind, whether you're in the gym or out and about. So visit unfilteredforever.com and use the promo code EGI at checkout. For 15% off your entire order. That's egiforever.com, promo code EGI. And remember, unfiltered, there is a science to being you. Now, a little known fact um, the actress that plays Blanca Rodriguez, her real name is Monique Gabriela. Um, she actually auditioned for the part of Angela Valdez. Um, if you haven't had a chance to, you can check out um, Tariq and Brayden. Well, that's not their real names. Um, they actually have a podcast. Welcome, Vaughn. How you doing? I guess we got to give you another applause. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. as she set up, as she's setting up late. Well, at least you know, at least Look, you're here. Suitcase behind me. Everything's in disarray. So y'all work with a sister. Hey, now nah, we we here. You know, we got to do the show, so it's fine. It's it's a okay. Um. Did you look rough? Uh, you, you're fine. I wouldn't. You're fine. No problem. Um, all right. So as we was, uh, as, as I was just saying, a little known fact that the anchor actor who actress, my apologies, who plays Blanca Rodriguez. Um, I just started listening to a podcast. Um, it's called. Oh my gosh! I am not prepared, and we are potting. Um. Oh my god, where is it? Sorry. Because I just listened to it. Shows. What the? Where is it? Well, put it like this: Braden and Tariq have a have a um the real them. <laughs> I can't. Michael Rainey Jr. and I cannot remember Braden's name to save the to save my life. Um, but they have a podcast and um that talks about all things power and. They had a guest on, Blanca Rodriguez, who is, her real name is Monique Gabriella. She actually auditioned for the part of Angela Valdez when, during the first, before the first season of Power. Uh, she didn't get the part, but a couple of years later in 2017, right before shooting season four, she was contacted by Courtney Kemp, um, who thought that she would be perfect for the part of Blanca Rodriguez. Um and gave her the part. She said that there was only supposed to be a five-episode commitment. 
and then she was supposed to be killed off. She said, but that changed somehow, and here we are. So probably one of the most hated, you would say, in the in the series, the most hated her and her Saxon uh, Tariq, maybe in the Power Universe, Vaughn? Say that one more time. I said, do you think her, I said, Blanca, Tariq, and Sax, probably the most hated characters in the Power Universe? Uh, Sax, number one. But you know who's becoming most hated? Um, oh. Um, oh, God, why am I having a brain freeze right now? It's a it's a guy. Um, no, not the guy. The lady. The lady. What's her name? Oh, the, Jenny Sullivan. Yeah, Jenny. Jenny oh, Sullivan. Yeah, she's starting to become. Yeah. yeah she's starting to do. She's starting to do a little bit. I yeah, think she, she's starting to do. I think she's bit. the most hated, but yeah, she's she's starting to irk my nerves. <laughs> and Brayden's starting to irk my nerves too. I like Brayden. Brayden is. Brayden is Brayden is for the people. Brayden on um, the. All right, let me, let me, I'm gonna leave that. Nah. One. All right. Um. So we're gonna go ahead and get into the episode. Uh, the episode uh, starts out with Tariq Brayden. Uh, they are shopping with Davis. The business is booming apparently. Uh, because since you know, only thing that gonna go good with this uh, with these suits is watch. Um, they have decided to spoil themselves with suits and high end watches. Uh, meanwhile, they then cut to Effie, who's driving around in the hoop ride. And Effie is played by actress Alec- Alex Laprie. Um, realizes that she has to sell these products at Stanfield to keep up with the flow of drugs. At the same time, Kane is dropping off, doing his part to get to get rid of the, um, the weight. Um, so he actually has his father beaten up. What did you think about, like, in that moment? What did you think, Vaughn? Damn. Say that one more time. My mind all over the place. Yeah. Um, when Kane dropped off um his father to uh do that drop, what did you think in that moment when he had him beat up? Kane felt like Kane felt like he did something. Kane felt like now I'm being heard. You're gonna listen to me. All that BS that you know you've been you know the the macho you the this you the you the poppy this like, I'm running the show I'm this you gonna listen to me now mm-hmm. I think um Kane feels good the position that he's in right now he's he's feeling very confident and very cocky that um uh, who he's doing it against okay okay um and if you want to join the conversation go ahead and drop your comments below we'll go ahead and address them um elsewhere uh I'm sorry um Suddenly, in the midst of all of that, um, they all get a message from Obi wanting to meet up. That's Noma's second in command. Uh, it turns out that even though Tariq and others think the product flow is relatively fast, their suppliers think it's not fast enough. Um, and they threaten their loved ones. And here is what uh, my man Obi had to say. supposed to be the performance incentive to get this product moving a million dollars in hand next time i see you or she dies next million richie riches folks and we respect our elders so we'll 
to Granny. Last. You're not off the hook, little orphan Annie. You fuck up. These fools here die. Ah, uh, we. Hey, Crystal. Hey. If you if they weren't clear then, they're clear now. Right. <laughs> if they right. weren't clear before, they're clear now. Um, so they go ahead out and, and it begs. I had a question, but I, I, I'll bring it up later because it, it it's, has a little bit of something to do with that. Um, uh, meanwhile, with limited resources, they you know they show Sullivan coming into this room. It's like a little box. It ain't like the room they gave Angela Valdez when she had her uh, put her squad together. Uh, it's her, Whitman, and Rodriguez. Uh, they got to do the best of what they have. You can see where each one of them have a different motive, which is driving the way they see building the case. Like each one of them has a different view of how they want to build this case. And it's, it's completely driven by their connection to whatever. Blanca is still trying to get Tariq from, um, from Ray Ray's murder. Like she's been trying to get Tariq since season five, season four of the flagship power for Ray Ray's murder and pretty much has been following the, the, the bodies ever since then. Um, and then you have um, Sullivan who she basically, I think she's driven more by beaten um, by beating. Uh, oh, what's method man's character Davis. She just wants to beat Davis. I think. And so anything she's got to do to beat Davis, that's so like Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. And then um, <laughs> and then um what's it Whitman? He just wants he just wants uh Monet. He wants Monet for killing his girlfriend uh -huh. because he, he used to he used to smash um the professor and now she's she's dead. And you can see Blanca just was like, hey, you know, let's just stick to what we can prove now. Here's a question I got for you, because it says um, they don't really, you know, I, I, I kind of pointed out that they don't they don't look like they trust each other. Sullivan doesn't because you would figure that she would tell them that Lauren is still alive, but she doesn't tell them that. Right. And that brought me to a question. Do you think Sullivan's bosses actually know that she's alive or do you think she's running her off the books? I think she's keeping her in her back pocket for when she really needs yeah. to expose. Like, I don't think her bosses know. Like she says, no, I don't think no one know. knows. I don't think that's what I was saying. I don't think anyone knows except for the doctor. I think the doctor is like the only person who knows that she is still alive. Like, we don't even know. I mean, we know that she's still alive, but we don't know if what she's saying. Cause you know, even though we know, the majority empowered always works like this even though we always know the, the majority of the the what's it called the secrets we don't know mm -hmm. all of them there's always a twist there's always a turn there's always that oh shoot i can't believe and i just feel like that's that's where that is um what about kane because I, I i believe kane i don't know if kane thinks that lauren is dead I, he doesn't believe that. Well, we all know that um, Braden didn't do it, but I think I think he thinks Effie did because that's why I think that's why he called Effie because of what Braden when he called Effie at the end of the episode. 
when Brayden told him, like you know, basically, like, does it matter as long as she's uh, dead? You know what? I got a different. I, I'm thinking he's calling Effie because he wanna f Effie. Well, well, I mean, <laughs> of course, he wants to f Effie, yeah. and I think, and I'm going to tell you what. That's oh, we got predictions later. I'm going to tell you okay. prediction. All right. Um, in class, uh, Professor Harper Bennett, played by Keisha Sharp, teaches students about human capital and predictably. The answers that the students give are in line with their perspective experiences. I thought I had that clip on here, but I don't. Um, I wanted to play that that classroom kind of banter, that back and forth. It started professional and went personal quickly. Right. It was shots fired between Diana and um and Effie, and then it was shots fired between Tariq and and the other girl, and it was just like it was crazy. Um, and then Kane, I got a great question for you, Vaughn. Okay. Kane, he drives by Stansfield to warn his sister about the storm coming. Um, and he interrupts her discussion with Celine. And this, listen to this. I see where you're coming from now in class about being used by your family. I Googled your dad. You did what? I like you, Diana. And I want to know you more. But your father's charges, the, the drugs, and manslaughter overturned on a technicality, that's... Okay, Celine, but you could have asked me and I would have told you that's not who I am. I'm here at Stansville because I want to be. You didn't have to Google me to find out. I... Why is that brother staring at you? That's my actual brother. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Kane, what are you doing here? What? Can't check up on my baby, sis? Huh? See who you've been kicking it with lately? Who's the holy hotel? Who's the holy hotel? Question, Vaughn, what vibe did you get from Celine just now? Celine is undercover. Celine is trying to get in the Thank family. He's too pressed on her. I'm t I, I say, I literally in my notes, I can screenshot it. So he says, question, Vaughn, do you think Celine is the feds? Yes, if he ain't the feds, he's 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 working with the DA or somebody. And that's what I was gonna ask you. Who do you think he's working with? Oh, he he's he has he is working with what's the dude? No, what's the dude? The the white guy, Whit Whitmer. Whitmer, you think he's he's uh, Whitmer? You Whitmire, okay, yes. Who okay. do you think? Now, mine was he's not the feds. Mine is I think he's working with Noma. Huh. I think he's working with Noma, trying to get in through that side and kind of try to finagle herself through the family to find out what's going on, what the deal was with Monet and and um and, and uh Ah, what's his name? And Dante. Uh, Dante. Yep. That's what I think. Now, you know me, I'll be swinging for the fences. So but, sometimes I'll be on, sometimes I don't be on. No, but, but we I think we both on to something. He he's suspicious. Yeah. We both on to that. And I think that um old girl gonna fuck up. I hate to let me use Diana? Diana's gonna mess up. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! She's gonna be blinded by, and it's not that she's going to intentionally, but I think it's gonna catch her off guard. Yep, yep. Um, it seems as though Diana gradually realizes 
that the drug business is in full swing at Stansfield. Um, but she tries to stay clear of it despite meager salary she earns doing her job eventually. However, when her father comes on later on, um, come asking her to help with the family and move the drugs. Um, why do you think the Tejada family is looking to burden Diana so much after placing her there? Why did they, what do who? Why did, why why do you think the Tejada family is looking to burden her? Because remember earlier in the episode, Kane was like, yo, you might have to do something. And now, and now here comes the dad yeah. toward the end of the episode. He's like, here, hey, you gotta move this on Stansfield. Like, you gotta do this. In particular, now she has to move it and be a direct enemy of a di direct competitor of Effie. Now, my question was, why do they look to burden her? But before we get to that, do you think this is a situation where Diana and Effie start working together? Well, Effie already put it out there. I want, we need you. Yeah. Diana doesn't want to be a part of that, but she's forced. Ah, I don't see them working together right now. Okay. Not right now, but for the common good, I see them working together. For the common good. Okay. For the common good, because they both got a lot to lose. All right, all right. So then, do you okay? So we could we could skip on past that. Um, Tariq goes to this meeting with Lucas Weston. Um, I like that meeting. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's played by David Walton, by actor David Walton, to meet Ron Samuel Jenkins, aka RSJ, who is being put, played by uh, Benga Akinbe, um, one of the wealthiest black men in the world. Uh, to convince him to invest in the Western Holdings. Uh, Tariq is, is completely aware, because Tariq knows why he's there. Um, as is RSJ, after Lucas leaves with Brayden, Tariq and RSJ have a conversation, which gives Tariq the idea of bringing the price of product down so they can attract more customers. And here's that conversation. Hey, can I ask you a question? You just did. How about your speech? I was actually pretty interested in what you said about economy of scale, and I was wondering if you could elaborate. In its most simple way, if a company's big enough to sacrifice some profit and provide a more affordable product, they undercut the market. A thousand cheap customers will bring in way more scale profit than a hundred high-end customers. We're just ants on a hill. Mm, makes sense. Thank you. You do know why Lucas brought you in here. So, Vaughn, as a person who's well-versed in finance, as you are, uh, what were your thoughts on the validity of the information that RSJ gave Tariq? Tariq is using that information, learning how to uh, move the product quicker, more, more uh, effectively, but yet still get more people by cutting it. Because basically, he was, saying, he was like, if you cut into your profit, Cut into your profit margin, undercut your competitor. You end up selling more, which in turn brings you more profit right. overall. Rather than keeping your product at a premium price and not having and having half the customers. It's almost to the saying, I remember watching um I, I watch uh Shark Tank frequently. And Mark Cuban always goes when he gives a deal. He says, now you can own 80% of something or 100% of nothing. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I think RSJ kind of spoke to that. Um, and at the same time, uh, Braden comes up with the idea of using cryptocurrency on the internet to not get tracked. Um, so while Braden and Tariq are formulating... Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, while Braden and Tariq are formulating the plan, Kane comes up with the idea of eradicating the Castillo family so they can move into their territory. As always, Dre, played by Lavelle Adams Gray, um, has a more pragmatic approach. Like he kind of comes up with a better idea. Here goes Drew. Okay. How about how dumb it would be to bring all that heat on us from the Castillos and their people? The Connects 12. Look, we don't have the bodies for a war right now. Did you just put your phone down the pitch or do you have a solution? We take out the Connect. Then we become the Connect. Simple. They take a short-term hit till they're up and moving our product. Then, with all of us taking over Brooklyn, it should be easy. Force their hand. That way, everybody's eating off a bigger plate. Smart. And the plan somewhat works. Um, what did you think about the plan when you first, like, when it, when Drew first said it? What were your thoughts? When, when Drew told, I, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't get Drew a lot because Drew, he's all over the place for me. He's never where he needs to be. Drew is. I don't know. I just, he's a flight risk to me. Well, I think Drew doesn't want to, Drew has never really wanted to be in the life. Like he's always wanted to And that's to probably why he's so nonchalant, not saying nonchalant, but why he doesn't put forth the, the effort of wanting that hustle on him. You know, it's like he's doing it because it's the family. Yeah. And, and but really I, I just, and on I that think part, if he can, if he can get it out, but he won't second. He will. He's not going to forsake his family. No, 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 no. I don't see that happening at all anytime soon. Um, but I was saying that for for him, it's almost like, and they were talking about it on the podcast. Um, everybody always sacrificed something in their life for Monet. Monet, Diana sacrificed her education. Kane sacrificed what he wanted to be for what Monet saw him as. Drew, you know, sacrificed his love life for the family. Everybody's always been sacrificing for the family. And it's almost to a certain degree where Drew is kind of getting to the point where it's like, I'm tired of sacrificing. I need to do something for me. And I think that that's where he is. Um, because since the relationship with Everett kind of has ended, Drew became ruthless. Like, he's on Grinder every day. He, <laughs> he goes through his dates like he's on a mission. Um, his family is noticing and wonder whether his mind is actually in the right place. Um, and then, ah, did you did you peep game on his last match on Grinder? Uh-uh. When he was swiping through the photos... Because I knew y'all were going to miss it. I wish EB was here to see if he actually missed it. When he was swiping through the grinder app, he, he, he 
uh like the like somebody's pick and the guy had a um had a lion headed tattoo on the inside of his wrist and then the man basically his face was away from the camera so well who was that hold on i'm getting to it okay as they connected through the app they're going back and forth back and forth back and forth <laughs> so after the remember after the russians were the russian connect was killed Castillo's mm -hmm. come to the, the apartment, right? Mm -hmm. Drew gets an alert from Grinder that says, hey, your match is only a few feet away. And when he, and you don't remember when um the, the guy, the, one of the Castillos, he like put his, Gordo, he had put his hand up like this to put his hair back. The tattoo. And the tattoo, yes! <laughs> Oh, yep. I didn't even catch that. Yep. The tattoo was right here. The tattoo was right there when he put his hand back. And you ain't see Drew's face. Drew had looked like. And then that's when Drew said, oh, man, that he said something to Drew. And Drew said, yeah, well, you used to be. He said, fat. I know. And he put his hand back like this. And he saw the tattoo. And he was like, he looked yeah, like. I missed. Oh, now I got to go back and watch it. <laughs> oh my gosh I missed that oh my goodness yep this is about to be good cause they gonna link up yeah and I think that's gonna be Drew's new love interest but how is that gonna affect hey, the business exactly exactly and do, the, do, do, the, do the other family know about him that part because Drew's family knows about him. You know what I'm saying? So do the rest of the Castillos know about Gordo? Oh, I see a lot of slow singing and flower bringing going on right now. And Woo! Gordo and Gordo seems to be like the leader of the brothers. He's the one who seems mm -hmm. to speak up the most. Yeah, you got to go back and watch that. Um mm -hmm. So Brayden was tasked with killing um, the Connect, but he couldn't do it um, uh, because uh, what's his name? Tariq ended up doing it, ended up killing him. Um, the idea was that if Brayden, a young white man, kills the Connect, suspicion would be directed at other Russians. But despite what Brayden told Kane about Lauren's death, he never killed anyone. So when he goes to confront the Connect, um, after the ladder comes out of the church, he freezes up. Nearly, he nearly dies as the connect reaches for the gun, but Tariq intervenes and shoots the man dead. Uh, once again, proving that he can be incredibly loyal to people. Uh, before Kane's meeting with the Castillos, Braden informs him that the connect is dead, not telling him that he couldn't do the job and Tariq had to step in. Believing that things have worked out according to their plans, Kane claims during the meeting, and the, the Castillos is like, Yo, hold on, bro. No. The Russians said a black dude did it. Why did you, where did you hear? And, you know, uh, Pops had to step up and say, yeah, I heard it from some kid in the street. Lorenzo kind of was like, hey, yeah, you know, I, I heard it from some kid in the street. Um, so now Kane knows that it's kind of going to be some tension until the Castillos find out exactly what happened. So he calls Braden in, threatens him. And ask him who killed Lauren, because it goes back to that. Because Braden said he killed Lauren, but did Braden ever say he really killed Lauren, or did he say it got taken care of? 
Mm-hmm. I think Braden said it got taken care of. I don't think he ever said that he um Yeah, he never did. And that's why he said, um, you owe me. Yeah. You, you owe me, you owe me one. And yep. I'm gonna get mine. I'm gonna get one out of you. And I believe Braden yeah. is gonna do it, but I got a feeling Braden is gonna. I don't want to put it out there. I think Braden gonna end up killing um Kane. Well, well, Braden actually points out that right now, you know, hey, your hands are clean. But if you come to learn who Lawrence Killer actually is, you might as well have done it yourself. And I think that that's what made him go, shit, it was Effie. Because Kane was the one that told Effie that shorty had to die. Braden didn't go to Effie with that. So when Effie followed him up the road, she had to do what she had to do. Um, I want to play this 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 clip here because I really I really need your your your, your honest thoughts on this. Okay, now Tariq, this is a shit ton of product. Yes, she wants a shit ton of money, and now that I don't got to pay for days or so. Cut my mom any little petty favors. Look, with all this money coming in, we're gonna hit you number faster than you think. Maybe. I don't like to count on shit. Mm. I feel you. I mean, but when you do hit your number, what you think? You, you out of this or what? Tariq, you just killed a man. Do you really want to be looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life? But what if we don't gotta look over our shoulders, Effie? We could watch each other's back. Just like my mom and my dad. But smarter. Tariq, I... Listen, if you met my mom, which you will, you know, if everything goes the way it's supposed to go, you'll see that she was the fucking mastermind behind all of this shit. She had everything figured out. It was my dad that fucked everything up. Mm. Right? But I'm not like my dad. I'm smarter than him. I'm better than him, Miffy. So what? We gonna be like the Stansfield Bonnie and Clyde? Fuck no. <laughs> You're gonna be like Tommy Seen and Bushwell. <laughs> the fuck are they? It's in this old ass classic and it's fire. It was actually my mom's favorite. Mm-hmm. You're crazy. All right. So, for those people who didn't get the reference, because I didn't, I'd look it up. A Thomas Seen and Bushrod was the black exploitation's answer to the Bonnie and Clyde film in 1967. It follows the exploits of early 20th century bounty hunter Thomasine, played by Vanetta McGee, and bandit Bushrod played by Max Julian, uh, who, after they rekindle their old romance, take to robbing banks in order to survive. They steal from the rich whites and end up sharing their loot with the poor blacks living on the harsh frontier. So I said, I'm going to take some time and go watch that this weekend. Thomasine and Bushrod. Yeah, you tell me how, how it turned out. Yeah, 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 I'm going to go check it out. It's always, it's always good to hear about a good movie. Now, if it's bad, I'm going to come on here and say it's bad next week. Should this be the comparison that Tariq is making? No. See how that story ended. <laughs> he's trying to say that he's smarter than my, I'm smarter than my dad. And, you know, the but more. But you're really not smarter than your dad. No, you are your dad. Right. Uh, 100%. You are you're your, your mom dad. and your dad. That's the thing about it. You're both of them. You're logical. But yet, uh, 
uh, he's both. He's both. He's he's um. What's the mother name? What's the mom name? Not Angela. Oh Angela's side chick. Angela was the side <laughs> chick. I hate it when we get brain farts on air. Like yeah, live. we can't the even mom. edit that. Um, Tasha. Tasha. He's both. He's yeah. he's both. Um, he's not all for self. I don't think. And see, I think. Um, Ghost was all for self. Um, he 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 was well. He was self. He was all for self. He was. I don't think. I don't think so. I'm gonna tell you, Ghost. If Tasha would have embraced what Ghost really wanted to become, I think this is a different story. But because um, Tasha didn't, that's why he moved the way he did for himself. Taking money yeah. out of account, you know, doing things behind her back. Yeah, because um, she didn't accept him. Like, she accepted... She accepted what, the hustler. She yeah. didn't accept Yeah, because even, even... Like, even when he owned the club and, and, and the club owner, um, Kat, Cantos, uh, came to her to show... Hey, have you seen Mr. St. Patrick? I want to show him the numbers from tonight. They're they're great. They're epic. And he showed, he said, you can show it to me. I'm his wife and business partner. He shows her the numbers. She was like, that's it. Now we understand you 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 your, your husband runs a multi-million dollar drug conglomerate. But all the money is saved. You have your you have your, your nest egg. You have things set up for the kids. Ghost, to a certain degree, had always seen this as the game he's playing to get out. I don't like my life. I don't like where I am. I need to do this so that I can get out. I don't want my kids having to do what I had to do. So they're going to go to the best schools. They're not going to know about my past. They're not going to know these things. And in essence, trying to shield them from it. Maybe it, when he got with Angela, he was about self. Yeah, no, I think at that point, um, when you, I think all of us have an ounce of selfishness in us, and it comes about mostly in, it manifests itself mostly in our need for happiness or in our want or our desire to be happy. So if the person we're with, I don't think Tasha overall didn't make him happy. She was good looking, you know, gave him all the sex he needed. Um, accepted who he was, knew he was a killer and a drug dealer, knew the true him at the time. And Angela was a represent. So Tasha was a representation of where he came from. Angela was the representation of where he wanted to go. And, you know, the saying sometimes, you know, everybody isn't going where you're going. So you got to drop some people off. And I think that Tasha just happened to be one of those people she had, that he felt he had to drop off, just like Tommy, just like Kanan. Like he felt like he had to shed himself of all of that stuff so that he could move forward with who he wanted to be. Whereas Tariq, he just loves the game. He just wants to be in the game because he feels like that's what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a comparison he should make here. No. I, I wouldn't make it. I would not. Stay I would away from, <laughs> he should have stayed away from that. Yeah, stay away from that. Comparison. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're going to get into a couple of segments here um, real quick. Uh, what was your favorite scene from the movie? From 
from this episode? Um, what part? Because I said I think I sent you guys a text where um you said, "Oh my lord!" My favorite is my favorite scene, but it's like, oh, when Braden couldn't pop, 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 like that scene right there, and and Tariq had to come and save him. Yeah, it's, it's not my favorite scene, but it's my most hype scene. That's your most like, hype scene from it that. It had episode. me like bouncing from wall to wall because I just knew Brayden. I knew he wasn't gonna do it. I knew he wasn't gonna do it, and but I wasn't. I wasn't expecting um, Tariq to, to to save him. To be honest, I thought that what's his name, Kane. Brayden. I thought Kane was watching him to make sure he did it. Well, no, I think Kane had to keep himself away from it completely. Yeah, so I know Ken worked himself away he because be. he didn't want to be in the in that area yeah. during yeah. that time. But at the same time, I just knew that Kane was keeping eyes on him to mm. make sure that Braden do the job because he didn't trust Braden to do the job. Yeah, one hundred percent. But but Kane came through, and I mean, uh, Tariq came through and said, "Like that's one of my favorite scenes, just to see like Tariq came in like pop 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 like." It's becoming second yeah. nature to him. Well, I mean, Tariq, like I said, got the most bodies on the show. I don't think nobody yeah. got more bodies. It's, it's becoming second. It's like he's not thinking about it. You know, it's like it's do or it die is, for him. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I think my favorite scene um, was RSJ and Tariq um, because I see that as like a mentorship about to happen <clears throat> in that Tariq is going to be talking to him in the sense of this coffee mm -hmm. business and RSJ is not going to know that he's talking about drugs, but I think we're going to find out that RSJ does deal in drugs in some form or fashion. I think he mm. does. He is tied into that work, that life mm. in some way, form or fashion. Uh, yes. I do, I do think so. And I do find it strange that all of these people that they meet, like RSJ, did not know of the James St. Patrick story. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was on the news. Like, I just... It's something, oblivious to me. Something is up with him. Oh, but yeah. now that you say you think he's working with Noma, like... No, not... RS, not RSJ. I don't think RSJ is working. No, I'm, I'm thinking about Salim. You think about Salim? Oh, no, Salim. I think Salim is working for Noma. Yeah. No, RSJ, um, he I got something he, with him. Oh, no, he definitely do. Um, all right, winners. Uh, who are your winners for t uh, this episode? Tariq. Tariq? Yeah. Why is that Tariq? Because Tariq, Tariq is trying to find, uh, he's finding a workaround to get yeah. that product out. Yeah. I and think he's trying to make sure he sees his grandma, his sister, and his mom, you know? Yeah. And I think I, I wanted to say Tariq's a winner as well, um, but for a different reason. He has Effie, and I and I and I I know at some point it's gonna blow up. My prediction is Effie's gonna he's gonna find out that Effie killed or attempted to kill. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna mess that and, relationship up. And it's going to break him. Kane is gonna pick up those pieces of Effie, and that's when he's gonna smash Effie. But that's that. But I think he's the winner right now because he's being honest with himself. He's opening himself up to people and he's getting better results in the moment. Because Effie, he knows he doesn't want to sell on Stanfield, but 
hey, you my girl. I know you smart. I have faith in you. Go forth and do what you do. You know so question, the product that Effie has and the product that Diana has, they're not from the same. They are from the same place. But what Diana's, what, Di what Effie's doing is she step, she's, she's stepping on it. So stretching it so that she can sell more, keep the profit, still turn in what she needs to turn in and an extra money go directly into her savings. Whereas okay. Diana's probably going to sell pure, whatever she get. Um, but that's why I think her and Effie are going to work together because Effie's going to teach her how to how to cut it so that she can. Now, what do you think? What do you think Monet is going to. I think Monet is so wrapped up in her own shit that she ain't going to find out nothing till next season. I think Monet ain't going to know nothing till next season. All right, that's mm. that's just it. Losers. Who do you think is a loser? Um, Whitmer. Whitmer. Yeah, Whitmire. Why do I keep calling him Whitmer? Whitmire. Whitmire. My loser is Redman because they replaced his ass so fucking I was going to say, what happened? Uh, well, according to um, Rumor Mills, um, he didn't want to take, he didn't want to get the um, the vaccination. So since he didn't want to get the vaccine, um, he couldn't be on set. That's God. what the word is. I said, but damn, they could have just did some other shit like Kill him off, maybe, or something. I don't know. Because that did not. I was like, damn, Red that Man dude, look a little, dude, little different. That dude <laughs> do not look like Red Man. That's all, <laughs> man. Close. Like, yeah. I was like, that, that's not even close, y'all. Y'all got to stop. Um, All right, Von, man, tell the people how they can find you. Go ahead and get you out of here. Back to your drama. Uh, <laughs> yes, you can find me at one Vonchella on Instagram. You can also find me on the Very Necessary Podcast on Instagram, and you can find me on Facebook at the Unapologetic Talk. You can always catch me here on EGI. All right, EGI. you can find us on Thursday at seven thirty, right here live. Um, but you can find me at the Ninth Wonder on Instagram and Snapchat. On uh, what's it called? On Facebook, Yoshi English. On Twitter, at I am Kochi underscore. And on TikTok, at Relationship Status. Until the next time, y'all, we're out. Peace. That wasn't my dad. That, that wasn't that wasn't my dad. The white auntie? Jesus Christ, Zeke, what the fuck? That ain't your fucking auntie. That's your mother. Mo, what the fuck is she talking about? Now's not the time to act like you know what the fuck you're doing, all right? Because I know you don't. Listen up. I killed my dad to save my family. All right? Drew, Monet, Diana, Mecca will go after all of them if you don't kill Lorenzo. And he'll make sure you're the last one alive so you can see all of them die right in front of your face. You know what type of nigga he is. You don't have a choice, just like I have a choice. So just get ready, man, because after this shit, you ain't never going to be the same game. You really think you could do this shit without me? Half of this shit going on, none of your nose you don't even see. Kane, he replaced Rico's work with Sugar just to get you to take him back. Drew, he's still fucking that nigga that dropped him and Zeke's name to the school about that dead body in the... And Diana, Diana stole that money out your bar. You need me, and I need my sister, so what are we doing? You about to go to war or some shit? You gotta stop and prepare for war when it starts. You already lost.